Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Welcome to this edition of the show, everyone. I'm Allison Katzkowski. Thank you so much for joining me on the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care on this Tuesday morning. So today it's, you know, we're into fall and I think it's a, it's a good a time as any to talk about kind of embracing the habits that you want to wrap up the rest of the year with. Um, I'm always excited to talk to other health and fitness experts um, around the world. And if you've been following me for a while, you know that I've had the opportunity to really talk to some pretty cool people. So today I have a fellow health and fitness um, expert. He call, refers to himself as a body transformation specialist, which I kind of like that. I kind of like the ring to that. Uh, today, I have Michael Walker with me. He's um, he's based in the UK. So we're going to have a really cool conversation about that. So Michael, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. Really excited. Absolutely. So why don't you introduce yourself a little bit, talk to my audience a little bit about what you do. I know before we got on, before we hit record, you were talking about the fact that you know, you started off in fitness and then you went to corporate and then you came back. And I know that was probably a calling on your part, but um, tell my audience a little bit about you and your background. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I mean, I graduated uh, with a sports science degree at university, planned to go into you know, personal training, fitness mm-hmm. field, and uh, quickly re- realized that the way that they structure it in the UK, I don't know if that's any different over where you are, but you end up paying rent at the gym initially. So I was like, whoa, I have to pay the gym to work at the gym before I get clients. So I just couldn't do that, right? So yeah, was, okay. I hear you. I guess it's time for an office job then. Um, and so I sort of, uh, I went in, I sort of fell into HR. I climbed uh, the career ladder and I started to focus more on the hiring and the training and the mm-hmm. development programs for leadership development, management development, skills development. Uh, and then I sort of started to be a consultant. I wanted to focus on smaller and smaller businesses and have more of an impact for the stuff that I did, which sort of led me to like, I really got that kind of itch to like, I want to do my own thing now. Uh Um, And then I could really take the experience that I had writing those programs and my learning and development background and mesh that in with the personal training stuff I'd always done alongside for probably about 14 years and then create this 12-week transformation program focusing on sort of fitness nutrition and the lifestyle like habits that we really really need and mm-hmm. thanks to that corporate background I had a little bit of a head start in terms of like contacts and connections and so I knew what it was like to be a really busy person with a really yeah. schedule so actually there's a gap in the market for someone who like gets that yeah and can create a program totally I agree with you those people yeah so, I just think that it's so easy for people to you know, I, I think we, we forget as coaches that, you know, we're people too, you know, and a lot of the reasons that our clients choose us or work with us or follow us is that they see a similarity, either a similarity in our story, or we help them believe, we, we help them because of our story, believe that what they really want is possible for them. Yeah, 100%. I, I think sometimes people feel overwhelmed or like there's no point starting because they see these like influencers on social media yeah doing everything is perfect right and yeah. it seems like they've got this this routine that revolves around fitness and healthy eating and lifestyle but then the reality of people is like three kids two dogs and a, a tough corporate job with loads of stress uh, it doesn't translate from like instagram to real life that well so, yeah and then i think a lot of people get disheartened and it's like well yeah. 
I can't do that. So I'm not going to totally. do it. Well, I mean, to your point, I'm glad you brought that up because I don't know how you feel about this. I'm guessing you probably feel the same way I do. It's really frustrating for me as a coach to look at these, you know, beautiful people, if you will, on social media doing these crazy workouts or this, you know, really strange looking exercise in a bikini or the really short shorts in a tank top or whatever. And, you know, they kind of leave you with the idea that if you just do this, that you'll look like me. And then when, you know, a regular everyday person like you and I, or people who have a regular job and responsibilities, right, you know, start deciding, okay, if it works for them, maybe it'll work for me. And then they find out it doesn't. So they just get really frustrated and kind of disheartened. And I feel like as coaches, and to some degree, it it makes our job a little bit harder, but I think it also allows us to really speak to an opportunity as to kind of changing the thinking with that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's some dangerous sort of uh, portrayals of like the lifestyle on Instagram. And if you try to emulate that, you don't know what's going on behind the cameras. You get really disheartened because why am I yeah. achieving what this person's achieving? Yeah. Said, All I need to do is this. Yeah. The reality of some fitness influencers, I'm not going to name any names. but No, I know, um, and neither am I. But. but if you look at their habits, so it would be on the beach, in a bikini, really slim, looking great, going to record this Instagram and talk about all these healthy habits. The reality is as soon as the camera goes off, it's uh, a quick, really low-calorie McDonald's, and then it's drugs and drink for the rest right. of their time, right? Um, and that's and I know that's the reality of like a little bit of uh, certain scenes and like so but what's keeping them what's keeping them really slim is really terrible habits and so they're not healthy they're not sleeping they're super stressed but you just see this one little snapshot of a yeah. smile and a filter yeah. and then yeah. this one exercise like crunches or whatever is going to change your life and it doesn't work out that way for normal people but people because they've got this big following people jump on it and they try it and it's right. not working for me why is it why is it wrong and because it's, it's the wrong it's the wrong focus right. Um, well, but I mean, a long lasting behavior change isn't just a snapshot either. You know, it's it's the repeatable, easy, simple daily things that really aren't glamorous, but it's like what yeah. I call the basics. I mean, the basics aren't glamorous. They don't, they aren't like in neon lights, like you see the, you know, latest influencer or whatever, but they're called the basics because they work. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I think it's, people are like, we, we have something called the healthy lifestyle guidelines and it sounds like really fancy, but it's sleeping well it's yeah. eating yeah. varied fruit and veg it's getting sunlight it's walking it's hydrating and then the do you know the reason i think that people miss these things is because they're too easy mm. so they don't think they're important and then that sort of um that effect of so i always think about it as like you're there's two sides of a mountain right and then one side is the sort of negative slope and one side is a positive slope you've mm-hmm. got to build momentum in one direction otherwise mm-hmm. it's easy to like really build momentum so yeah. if you're overworked and you're stressed you sleep worse you're more overworked and more stressed but as you start to fight back so you get slightly better sleep you maybe you go for a run maybe you walk maybe you get some sunlight and then as soon as these things all start to work together that ball's suddenly rolling down the other side of the mountain really fast right and you're feeling good and you've got more energy like where did that come from it came from the absolute basics that you did well loads of times no i love really- that example i think that is so super easy for people to get. I'm a big analogy person. And I feel like having some type of analogy or something to compare something to, I think just really makes things easier for people to get when it comes to a new concept. So when we use to use your example, if you use the mountain example and you're getting momentum, 
what I'm picturing is the person out there listening who's, you know, trying to start with just say, just simply being more active. Maybe it starts with just getting a few more steps in every day, or maybe it starts with taking the stairs instead of the elevator or parking their car far away from where they're going to go or carrying their bags of groceries, you know, like picking one thing, you know, and, and the, your first trip up the mountain to use your example might feel really tough because you're not used to it. But once you do it a few times and you start down the mountain, you're like, wow, this, you know, I'm really, I'm, I've got some, I've got some momentum here. I think I can keep going. Yeah, absolutely. And then it bleeds into your other habits, right? Because you, you will totally. be slightly more energized because you've done those things. And that energy then goes to better uses. And those better uses give you more energy. Yes. Other. And it's, it really is just getting that a little bit started. And there's some really cool research uh, being done at the moment about the effects of exercise on your brain. And it's like, yep. it's an instant shot. You know, like the, all the feel-good chemicals can rush yep. out. If you get that yep. right up for just a little bit of time. And you don't need to be fit to do it obviously the more unfit you are the easier it is to get your heart rate up so it could be a five minute fast walk yeah it can be anything yeah um but the key thing to that is like you will immediately feel better and it's been proven there's so many other but that means the rest of your day is better and you've got more energy and your energy levels are more consistent so well and then that in and of itself is what's going to help keep you motivated right because you're going to feel better you're going to have more energy hopefully you'll be more a little bit more focused even just a little bit than the previous yeah. day. You know, I think that's something else that people miss. They think they're looking for a grand result really fast. And I think a lot of that is the society that we live in. We've, we've come to expect results to be really fast, at least in America, it's like that. And uh, so, you know, and so I feel like, you know, really highlighting and, and if I could get my highlighter out and just kind of spotlight that one point that you said, it's it's that one little thing, you know, if 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 you can, you know, a little bit more energy than yesterday. If you feel a little bit better than yesterday, if you walk a few more steps than yesterday, it's like that in and of itself is a big win. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing that would drive everything else from that moment, right? And then yes, it's an exponential effect from thereafter. But I think on your point around um, this sort of wanting results really fast, it's sort of that all or nothing mentality as well, right? So there's going to be setbacks, right? There's going to be a day where you have a workload that you can't control, which means you have to sleep late and you feel a uh-huh. little bit worse the next day. But if you've been doing all the right things up to that point, the effect of that will be minimized. And so as long as you get right back on it, you're going to be well further ahead and deal with those setbacks a lot better. But what a lot of people do is go right back to start because they, they can do perfection or nothing and they can't yeah. get their head around the in-between. And it's the best results are made in that in-between part, right? Where it's consistency, but not perfect every day. Right, right. Well, the the key, I think, just to piggyback on what you're saying is, is I think that's another problem with our society, obviously, is the, is the focus on just being perfect. You know, and social media really doesn't help with that. But I think as long as we are, we're real and we own that, I think the goal is always to keep going. The goal is always to be consistent, whatever that is. You know, and and it doesn't have to be all perfect and pretty and tied up with a nice little bow on top. You know, it it can just be getting a little bit better the next day, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. yeah, it's not perfect action. It's like imperfect action frequently yeah. that moves you in the right direction. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I think that's just that's something I think that just cannot be emphasized enough. You know, I feel like with all the focus on what we've talked about so far, 
I think if we could just spotlight and just come back to that on a repeat loop, you know, that's a giant takeaway, I think, for people. Yeah, if you can remind yourself on, on a, so a weekly basis of that and just keep that forefront of mind, it will make it a lot easier. Yeah, totally. So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. What do you think with with guard with regards to fitness habits? And we've kind of just kind of mentioned a lot here. We've mentioned like sleep and rest and consistency and being active and staying hydrated, all that. Which of those, which of all, you know, the habits we've talked about, and maybe I'm sure there's more. What do you think is probably one of the toughest habits for people to master when it comes to just, you know, deciding to be healthier and more fit? Yeah, I think I think there's different challenges obviously different challenges for different people the most the most common theme i think is around nutrition and i think that's uh, again it's an all or nothing so the typical dieter that i have seen so it's definitely around the office space it's like we have a really good monday or what we perceive as a really good monday right mm-hmm. but then that's like salads and low calorie um and it, it's it's what it's, it's instagram healthy right it's not reality healthy Right, so right. You get, you get to Tuesday and about halfway through Tuesday, you're really struggling, you're drained and you, you don't have a lot of energy. And so, right, we're back on the snacks uh-huh. uh, and then we break. But then you say, oh, it doesn't matter because I'll start again next week. But when you've been starting again next week for five years, it starts to get demoralizing and frustrating. And eventually yeah, because you, you just feel start. like you're on a hamster wheel, right? It's like, oh, same yeah. same thing, different day, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think the, the biggest sort of myths around it is how perfect you need to be to be healthy and what it means to be healthy uh-huh. realistically it's back to the, the point we made before it's like uh, consistency over perfection right if you yeah. fuel yourself appropriately um your energy is going to be more consistent you're going to do all the other things that you want to do uh, but to do doing that and not having that all or nothing mindset so like um i'll give you a good example cat that i run the uh, i run the business with is in incredible shape if you see her on social um uh-huh. who, who, i'm sorry what was that again uh cat it's my business partner cat cat um, okay yeah she she's in insane shape um and if you look at like what she eats in a day she'll hit a protein she'll hit her calories and then there'll be two glasses of wine um, and probably some treats in there as well but because she's consistently doing the basics, so there's fruit and veg, it's a good mix, but she's not ever like, there's nothing perfect about it. She's probably one of the best shaped people I know. Uh-huh. Uh, and the reason is because she can sustain that. She can do that yeah. consistently. And yeah. then she works up with energy. She, she'll go train earlier because she, 
yeah. to set herself up in the right way. So what to you're start, saying, so I'm sorry to interrupt, but what, but what you're saying is, is that to focus on, you know, that you can have the glass of wine if you want, you can enjoy the dessert, you can have the nice dinner out. The point that you're trying to make, I believe, is that, you know, if you're consistent across the board, most days of the week with doing the basics, then you can indulge from time to time and not feel guilty. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think it's swapping the mindset. So most people say, right, this is the maximum amount of calories I can have in a day, right? So you say that I will limit myself to this. Was we challenge and say, what if you set yourself a minimum target? So I'm going to have a minimum amount of this much protein, this much fruit or veg. Um, And then you're not stopping yourself from having anything. Yeah. What you are doing is getting the basic nutrients, Mm -hmm. vitamins, minerals, and protein that you need. It's going to really help you out. So it's more about being satisfied rather than being full. Yeah, exactly. And then eating a variety of foods too, not just sticking to one or two food groups. That's one of the things I always teach. And enjoying it. Yeah. Because food is meant to be enjoyed. It's not supposed to be a chore. It's not supposed to be looked at as just another task, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think we're more and more getting to the point where like food is an inconvenience. So we're at the office, we're really busy. Oh yeah, good point. We want to sit at our desks and get rid of it as quickly as possible. But actually the, the the point really is to take that at least 10 minutes away, go and sit somewhere away from your screen, talk to someone and eat your food and spend your time on it. Um, because then it becomes something you associate with as a positive. Like, I enjoy oh, I it. love that. Let's talk about a mindset shift. Yeah. Instead of eating at your desk and hurrying so you can get back to work, take 15 minutes and step away from your desk, go sit outside, enjoy the surroundings. Not only will you have a more pleasant experience, but your body will accept the food better too. Yeah, and when you get back, you'll do more work. You'll do yeah. more work than you save by trying yeah. to save the 15 minutes because you'll, you'll, you'll be refreshed, you'll be energized, and just getting a little bit of extra movement, and you go back to your desk, you've got more focus, you get more work done. So it's yeah. a win-win for everyone. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that's such an important point to make. I know, again, I'm going to pull my highlight up, highlighter out here and highlight this point is that, you know, instead of looking at it as just another thing to do, and I think the same can be said about fitness and activity. I think people look at it as just something something I need to check off the list today. You know, I said I go to the gym. I said I get my walk in. I'm just going to check it off the list. Well, instead, what if you viewed it as something that you're a positive that you're doing for yourself and create an opportunity out of it? So, yeah. you know, in your, in your mention, what you just said about eating, you know, take your lunch outside if it's a pretty day and just eat it and enjoy it and breathe, get the fresh air. You're going to be in a better frame of mind when you go back inside or be at your desk. And the same can be said for activity. You know, it's don't look at it as, oh, well, crap, I got to go get my activity in because I said I would. No, you're doing it for yourself and the rest of your day is going to be that much better as a result. Yeah, exactly. And it's as simple as you go for a walk after lunch. Most people will say, oh, I don't have time. I will say that you will get more work done when you get back. Absolutely. I totally agree. Yeah, totally agree. You know, it just it just goes to show you, just based on kind of where this conversation's going, it just it it just really speaks to the way people who adopt health and fitness into their life think. They just think differently about it than people who don't. And the good news with that is, and, you know, I'm not being overly critical of anybody listening because I know I've got people in my audience that kind of struggle with being consistent, but, but it also goes to show you that, you know, you can decide one day that today's going to be the day that you think differently about it. And you can just pick one or two things and start with that. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the reason that most people don't is because instead of picking one or two things, they pick 15 things. 
And then when they do 14 out of 15, they're disappointed. Whereas they should be like, it's amazing. I've, I've introduced all these new habits, but they miss one and they're like, well, what's the point? Well, and it, it's, I think it's just human nature. We, we tend to focus on what we don't do well or what we struggle with or what we didn't do well before with, you know, it's like we can have 10 things go well in a day and guess what we're going to be talking about? The one thing that didn't, right? Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I think that's just human nature too. So I think we have to really check ourselves and just make sure that what we're talking about and what we're thinking about kind of line up in the same area, if you will. You know, the the, the fact of the matter is, is that if you want to be better doing it, then you can be better doing it if you think and believe differently about it. Yeah, it's practice as well. Like it, it won't be perfect straight away. Yeah. And I think if you look at the people who are like in the gym consistently and you say to them, like, how do you how are you motivated to turn yeah. up every day? And yeah. they'll all tell you that they are not motivated to turn up every day, but they've been doing it for so long, it's a habit now. And they yeah. get down there on the days they don't want to because they're yeah. so focused on the goal at the end. But it's a practice skill to do something when you're not feeling it because you know you'll thank yourself later. Well, of course. And you're you're strengthening what I call the discipline muscle or the confidence muscle. You know, it's there are plenty of days. I mean, I can tell you, I don't know about you, but I've been into health and fitness for the last, you know, 30 over 30 years. I was a swimmer growing up and I've just fell into fitness as a career in school. And I, that was 30 years ago and I've just never looked back. But, you know, I can tell you there are plenty of days that I don't want to get up and, and do my workout. There are plenty of days. It's either like cold, it's raining, I'm tired, I know I've got a busy day. You know, the list is a mile long. But the fact is, is that the reason I do do it is because I know that my day will get better. And I've had to work to strengthen that muscle so that, you know, the negative doesn't outweigh the positive. But we're human and we're going to have days like that. So we have to acknowledge that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, It really is a practice. Like yeah. the more you practice, the better you get, like with anything else. Yeah, totally, totally. So if someone out there is listening and maybe they just need a little bit, little piece of advice or maybe just something to get them going, because I know right now with it being fall and people are looking toward the holidays, they're looking to next year, you know, what's easy? Could you offer two or three easy tips that people could walk away with? Yeah, I, I think the, like fundamentally the easiest way to build momentum is moving more. Um, because of all the additional benefits. So if, if you think of what whatever you can do to move more, whether that's adding a short walk into your day, whether that's a slow run, whether that's a gym session, whatever level uh-huh. of intensity, just having the goal to start to move a little bit more, mm-hmm. what that's going to do is give you that increase in focus, increase in energy, but the consistent energy. Like I wake up in the morning and I've got energy. I get progressively more tired till bedtime and I go to sleep and now I get better sleep. And that the best way to trigger that type of response is to start to move more. Absolutely. Yeah, I it's could not agree the easiest, more. Easiest and lowest barrier to entry, right? In terms of time, in terms of effort, in terms of fitness levels, like yeah. everyone can achieve that yeah. one simple thing. Yeah, and just and keep that. it really simple too, the movement. Like if, if you're not getting up much during the day, then maybe start with that. Yeah, you know, walk exactly. across the room, walk to the mailbox, walk to the bathroom, you know, I mean, like pick something simple and start with that yeah and the good news because every, every people listening might be like well you know i get i get asked quite a lot it's like but i'm really unfit i said well that's that's fine because you're not going to need to do as much to get that heart rate up and yeah absolutely so just think of what a small difference that's i mean a big difference something small is going to make for you yeah exactly yeah. And that, that's the focus right it's the reward and it's the like 
I always think about my future self, right? What can I do to make my future self life easier, better? Oh, you and I are speaking the same language. I do that all the time. I'm like, I literally sometimes feel like some days I'm talking to my future self. I'm like, all right, so what is it about what I'm doing now that doesn't line up with where you are? You know, and I think we have to do that no matter how yeah. old we are, right? I, I do with like the laundry and the washing up. Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that right now, but my future self would be really angry if he has to do it in two hours time. Yeah, absolutely. So where can people find you, Michael? Uh, so I'm on Instagram, uh, Mike Walker Coach. Uh, so head on there and drop a follow. Michael Walker Coach, you're on Instagram. Yeah. And then and the name of your company was what? Capla Fitness? Capla Fitness. K-A-T-L-A. K-A-T-L-A. And you're based in the UK. So if anyone out there listening wants to connect with Michael, you can find him on Instagram. And I know you were you and I had talked before we hit record about you're going to have some kind of special freebie for my audience. Yeah, absolutely. So I've uh, been uh, running a training um, that's gone down really well um, over here. It's called Achieving High Performance Through Fitness. So a video training and a resource pack that goes along supporting that. So it really pulls out some of the stuff that we've spoke about today about oh, what good. is the minimum viable stuff that you need to do to get started. And then if you want to build from there. What are the foundational points that you can layer on to really start to see the benefits in energy, sleep, motivation, focus, and that sort of stuff? So if you do head over uh, to my Instagram, you'll find a link uh, there to access that. Oh, awesome. That sounds great. So anyone out there, um, just to recap that, uh, Michael's got a free training, a high performance training on exercise and energy and focus, and then a little resource pack to go with. It sounds like a fabulous free gift. Please go over to his Instagram, Michael Walker Coach. Click on the little link in his bio and you will get a copy of that. And that as well will be, you can click on that in our show notes. You can find that below as well as his Instagram feed too. So if you're not familiar with that, you can just go to the link that's in the show notes here and you'll and you'll able to connect directly with him. Michael, thank you so much for joining me today. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. So like I said, anyone out there who wants to connect with Michael, please do that. Um, and if you are an entrepreneur, business owner, coach, in the health, fitness, wellness, and coaching space, whether you have an in-person or brick-and-mortar practice or business or otherwise, please come over and join me in my Innovate and Grow for, for Wellness for Professionals, my community on Facebook. This is a hot topic right now, folks, and there's never really been a more important time to be looking at how you can innovate in your business, because pr primarily because there's never been a more important time to focus on health and fitness in general for the public. And no matter who you're working with, people need options. And if there's anything good that came out of the pandemic, it's that there are more options now than ever that are available to people, which if you're a business owner can mean that you can get lost in the crowd. So please come over and join me there. Um, we've got lots of fun stuff going on there. We've got a resource library with some videos so that you can hopefully get some helpful tips to help you get going in the guide section there. Um, so please come over and do that because we are all on the same team. You know, no matter where you are in the world, no matter who you're working with, we're on the same team and we have to make ourselves accessible to the public in any number of different ways. Um, and before I sign off too, I just want to say thank you for all your support, for following me. We just, we had our third birthday back in the summer and uh, we're heard all around the world and we keep reaching more and more people and people like Michael who are in the UK. And it's just, it's, it's amazing to me to think the power of something so small as simply having conversations within this type of space that anyone can access. Um, it's just an amazing way for me to add value and to keep sharing uh, my message and my mission 
to share the fit life with 1 million people across the globe. So this is Allison Kaczkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one.